forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to have my guest today. Josiah Novak is the owner of the TrueTransformation.com and the True Transformation podcast. As a former obese and suicidal maniac, Josiah knows firsthand the struggles that people go through when trying to transform their bodies. After struggling with his own health for many years, Josiah finally found peace in a balanced approach to health and fitness. Now, as a father of two boys, as well as a dedicated husband, Josiah teaches the art of getting in shape while managing a crazy schedule. When he's not transforming lives, Josiah enjoys reading, watching sports, and spending time with his family. And the really cool thing is he has a book coming out called Diet Suck. It'll be available October 13th up for pre-sale very soon. And I know Josiah because I actually started stalking him on Instagram. Welcome to the show, Josiah. Oh my gosh, what an intro. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, no, I'm so excited. I, as I said, I've been stalking you on Instagram, as I know you know, <laughs> and um, I just love to see the transformations that you have elicited from so many people, and, you know, obviously, um, this show is Have It All. It's about having every aspect of your life, and um, but you fall definitely into my sweet spot and I would just love to hear to start off I mean I know you've transferred so many people do you have a favorite story about somebody oh my goodness um you know what I I do actually um and, and I, I'll, I'll go back a, a little ways here right so when I first started out I I was doing this stuff for free right I didn't feel confident in my ability to help people because I just didn't have a lot of experience right like I was just trying to get my feet wet get my name out there and I'll never forget the first time someone actually paid me <laughs> to transform them right it was like a it was like a oh my gosh moment like this person actually takes me seriously enough to invest in me right um, and up to that point I had a hard time getting traction with people to get results, right? But this lady, she was she was kind of like sick and tired of being just screwed over by different trainers, different diets and all this stuff. And she just messaged me out of the blue and was like, hey, a friend of mine said, you know how to help me get in shape. And I've tried literally everything, right? Like I've tried this nutrition plan. I've tried this trainer. And I was like, well, I'll help you out for, for free. Like, <laughs> you know, no problem. Yeah. Just trying to get my name out there. And uh, she goes, no, 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 I'm going to pay you because that's the only way I'm going to do anything at all. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it wasn't so much the results, like obviously she got amazing results, right? Um, but it was like a, a, a awakening in my, in my life where I realized that I could actually help somebody, right? Like, and, and the investment there was, was worth me and, and doing something that I actually had some expertise in. And I had this like, this epiphany, like I can do this now. I can actually create a career out of this and help people, um, and I don't have to struggle and like 
you know, do, do this for free for the rest of my life and never make any traction and like all this stuff. But the funny part of that whole story is that, um, that was, let's see, it was about five years ago and, uh, she's still a client of mine today. Um, she's wow. still someone who pays me on a regular basis and she went from, you know, being this person who literally would just try the latest and greatest and any pill and like any you know, promise that she would see on the internet uh, to just being like my number one spokesperson for, you know, what she's probably referred me. She's probably like 20 people now. Um, wow. And yeah, no, it's just, it was crazy because like at that time I was really doubting myself. Right. So the funny thing is like, not only did I help her, but she helped me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she, she yeah. my mindset to be like, I can actually do this. Right. Like I, I have the skill set. I, I can do this. Um, and people are going to value that. And I can build a, a following and I can build a, a family of people that I've helped. Um, so she was, she was, at, you know, just incredible um, with, with doing that for me. But that's my favorite story because it always sticks out to me. It was in a moment where I almost quit doing this. Um, and I said, you know, okay, this person actually values me enough to, to hire me. Um, and it just kept me moving forward, which is awesome. And she's still a client today, which is, which is phenomenal. Well, I think it's amazing, first of all, that you admitted that, that you didn't feel like you could do it. Because I know, I mean, particularly with women, like so many women out there um, are known to just not charge enough or not charge anything at all. So to hear a big, strong, tough guy like you (laughs) taking on, for those who don't know, Josiah has also been on American Ninja Warrior. Like that's the level of warrior he is. Um, So, you know, for you to have ever had those thoughts and... For those who haven't seen him yet, I would seriously recommend you go to Josiah Fitness on Instagram um, because his stuff's amazing. He's amazing. Um, so what were you doing at that time? Like, were you training? Like, were you a trainer or were you a trainer in the closet, but working at an investment bank? Like, what were you doing? <laughs> I love that. Trainer in the closet. I got to steal that one. That is cool. <sighs> um, I actually... so. I was a trainer a long time ago, right? So I, I started personal training when I was in college, which is almost 16 years ago now. And I was training kids on campus who had a little extra money from mom and dad. And they were like, I want to hire a trainer and all this stuff, right? So I started there and uh, transitioned into working into a corporate facility, like a lifetime fitness style gym, you know, big, massive uh, facility where there's, you know, lots of trainers, lots of clients. Um, and I hated it to be honest with you. I hated it because um, it was a grind. It wasn't enjoyable. There wasn't a uh, personable experience for the client or for me, really. It was just just get as many clients in the door and out the door and work, you know, 80 hours a week, like whatever you got to do, right? And it just, it wasn't a good environment for health um, for myself or the client. So I transitioned out of personal training and I actually started my own uh, financial planning business. And I did that for a while. Um, unfortunately, when I started that business, that was at the time where the housing market and the uh, stock market just went to absolute shit. Um, I don't know. Can I curse on the show? <laughs> if I can't. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Fine. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, sorry, I have a potty mouth. So I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to keep it light, but, um, I, I went into that industry in the 2007, 2008 timeframe. Um, and I was a young kid at the time still, I was like in my early twenties. So my Rolodex was like super small. I didn't know any big names. I was just calling on like associate attorneys with minimal income, trying to sell them life insurance and basic investments. And it was a grind. And so when the, when the market just came tumbling down, my business went 
to nothing. Like I, I lost so many clients. Um, I was, you know, pulling in a decent living at the time, but then I had to pay a lot of things back because people were canceling their policies. Um, and so I went into a deep depression. Like I lost a lot of money. I lost a lot of time. Uh, I lost my house at the time. Oh, wow. And, uh, it was brutal, right? So during that whole period, like I still was into working out, but I had let myself go um, with eating specifically, right? Like I just stopped eating healthy. I was eating fast food every day for like three meals a day. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, and it was like this whole thing where people from my previous career path as a trainer in the fitness and all that stuff still knew me as like the guy that had helped them with fitness, right? And so a lot of people would reach out to me, even though I was in the financial industry, and they would ask me fitness questions. You know, we would talk shop about diets and we would talk about workouts and everything. And so I still kept in touch with a lot of people that knew me as the fitness guy. But when I went through this whole phase of like really deep, dark depression and I almost committed suicide and I actually contemplated it very seriously. Like I was, I was so far gone from that fitness guy that once I got out of that, right, uh, we can talk about how that happened, but once I got out of that, my initial react, my initial like instinct was to get back into fitness because um, I, I really loved helping people. And so um, when I started this whole like online business, right, um, I had no idea what I was doing, right? I thought, how am I going to train people online? How am I going to transition from being the trainer who worked 60 to 80 hours a week, miserable and exhausted, to the guy who was really helping people online? And so at the time, online coaching was like this novel thing. Like nobody had any idea what the hell that was, that even meant. You know, what do you mean you're not going to train me in a gym? Like, how am I going to get results? You know, like what, what the hell are you talking about? So I, just to get my track, just get my feet wet and just to kind of get my name and reputation where I wanted it to be. I was training and coaching people for free thinking, how the hell is this ever going to work, right? Just trying to give people plans and give people coaching. And I wasn't charging for it at all because I, I had no confidence in myself to deliver, right? Um, but at the time, like I said, it just wasn't, um, it wasn't a common thing. You know, people would always either hire a trainer in the gym or they would buy like a DVD set um, and they would always have that like personable touch. But online coaching was this new thing. Um, so... At the end of the day, long story short, it ended up working out, but it was just a process of like, just, you know, valuing what I did, understanding that there were ways and there was technology and there was a lot of resources to help people online, uh, but it was a learning process and it wasn't easy. I mean, I went into it at a time where it just was the very beginning stages of becoming something that is much more common now, um, but I had zero confidence too at the time. I was like, I'm never going <laughs> to, no one's ever going to pay me for this shit. I got to go back to being a trainer. Oh, wow. So, well, I'm curious, you mentioned that you were, that, which shocks me now looking at you and knowing like what kind of success you've had and that you're bold enough to go on American Ninja Warrior and do all these big things. Like what did pull you out of the depression that you were so far close to suicide and, hmm. Yeah, it's, it, you know, what's funny is actually it all ties back into fitness because um, when I lost everything as a financial planner and doing that whole financial deal, I was online a lot searching for jobs, right? Because I was like, I got to do something. I, I had some skills uh, in the sales department, right? I knew I could sell some stuff. If I got a sales job, I could start making some commission. And so I was, I was hounding, you know, all the job sites. I was applying for jobs, trying to get my, my life back together. And in searching around on the internet, um, I spent time on different fitness sites. And one of the sites that I stumbled upon was a guy named Greg Plitt. 
um, Greg Plitt at the time. Oh, yeah. One I was of, almost on a TV show with him. Yeah, he, he was like the number one fitness model, right, at the time. And he was ahead of the game. Like, he knew uh, online was the way to go. He had this website where you could sign up for his website and you could get, you know, nutrition help. You could get workout stuff. And it was cheap at the time. Like, and, and I was a kid at the time. I didn't know, like, this guy's got, you know, thousands of fans and followers. So, of course, he can charge, you know, five or six bucks for his website and, you know, have 10,000 people sign up for it or whatever, right? So, like, I had no idea. I'm just like, well, hey, I have no money, but I got five, six bucks to sign up for this site. And, and so I did. And a couple things happened. Like, number one, this guy was not just talking about, fitness and workouts and abs and all this stuff he was talking about mindset right he was talking about how when you're in like the absolute shittiest part of your time of your life and you're like in the deepest hole how fitness can pull you out and he like totally i mean swear to god inspired the hell out of me like i used to watch his his movies and they were like you know long videos you know an hour-long rants on just like how to become the person you always wanted to be I was like, this guy's different. And so, of course, like he was in great shape and me looking in the mirror going, oh, my gosh, I'm like almost 80 pounds overweight here. Um, I got to get my life together because I eat like crap for almost a year and a half. And um, this guy just inspired me. He inspired me, number one, to get my act together, to get my fitness and my personal workouts and nutrition back on on track. But he also gave me this idea that like this is what I want to do. I want to inspire people just like this guy. Like, I want to matter to someone out there who is going through what I went through, and I want to be that light for them, right? I want to be that voice of positivity and, and encouragement. Um, and so right in that moment, even though I didn't know how the hell I was going to do it, right, I was like, I have no idea. Like, first of all, I got to get in sick shape like this guy, right? This guy's like uh, ripped. He looks, you know, he's super, super good looking. Like, I got to get my shit together. Um, but I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to become this right this is what I'm gonna do like I I just knew that's what I wanted in that moment um and that was like 2009 2010 um and you know of course I didn't officially start my online coaching business till 2014 but you know over that course of that those four years I just had it in my head like I was working corporate jobs I was working sales jobs just to get my life back together but I I just knew like this is what I'm gonna do like Greg Plitt is who inspire me, and I want to become someone just like that. Uh, and that's really how things got started, or at least restarted for me, and, and set me on a better path. Wow, that makes me so sad. And for those who, I mean, sad because of his life ending short. For those who don't know, as Josiah said, he was this amazing guy who inspired tons of people, and um, he unfortunately was hit by a train, I believe, right, when yeah, he was doing a photo shoot. Yeah, I think he died, um, it was towards the end, I believe, of 2014, um, or beginning of 2015, but yeah, he was doing a photo shoot, uh, and they were trying to get a shot of him um, basically running faster than a train. And I don't know all the exact details. Obviously, I remember the, you know when it happened, but yeah. uh, he was he was running and tripped or something and fell and got stuck on the tracks. I mean, horrific just story, right? But yeah, uh, but yeah, he he died unfortunately way too young, way too early. Uh, but I will say, I mean, he changed my life. So I mean, I mean, if there's a legacy that he left, it was definitely one that was very impactful. Um, and I know he did that for a lot of different people, of course, but. Uh, yeah, just the only, only regret I have is I never got a chance to meet him in person. But, yeah, he, he definitely inspired the hell out of me. 
Cool. Well, we have to go to break right now, but when we come back, we're going to explore this more and um, get some of Josiah's tips. So stay tuned, everyone. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to have it all with Devin alexander to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com now back to have it all I'm back with Josiah Novak, who we know as Josiah Fitness on Instagram, and he is the founder of True Transformation, or The True Transformation, I should say, thetruetransformation.com. He's inspired tons of people. We were just talking about um, his inspiration and how he had come from being in a place where he was considering ending his life to meeting a woman who pushed him to train her for pay. And um, it changed everything, not only for him and other people. So, Josiah, I am sure there are tons of people out there who are totally struggling. And um, I know from part of the reason I like following you is that I know that every other word isn't about willpower. I've seen you tag my photos when it's like pizza at pizza makeovers. And I've seen you, you know, sort of share what I share, which is it's not about perfection. So I would love to hear, um, I'm a super stuck person, I being the audience, not actually me right now, but I'm a super stuck person and I don't know what to do first. If I came to you as a client, where would you begin to help me? And please don't ever use the word willpower on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't. Don't worry. I won't use motivation either. I think they're both overrated. But I, um, I will say number one is that most people make the mistake of looking for a solution without knowing what the problem is. Um, and what I mean by that is like if you walked into a doctor's office today and 
you were waiting and you knew, hey, I, I have this issue I'm trying to deal with. And the doctor came out and just said, hey, I have your prescription already and didn't even see you right, right? Didn't even know what the issue really was and just handed you a prescription and off you go. That's kind of the way that the, the fitness world works these days, right? There's like all these different prescriptions and we don't know what we're actually dealing with. We don't know where we are today. So anybody who comes to me, we do a deep dive into who they are, what they're trying to accomplish, right? And what the gap is, like what's holding them back from getting from point A where they are now to eventually where they want to be. Also keeping in mind that health and fitness, even though it's marketed as a you know start and finish in 30 days or 90 days or whatever, right? Fitness is a lifelong journey. It's, it's the journey that we never want to end because it's something that we just need to build into our lives forever, right? So how do we do that? Well, the first place that we need to start, like I said, is where you are today. We need to figure out what's holding you back. You know, is it your lifestyle? Is it just lack of education? Do you just not have any idea like who's full of shit and who's not, right? Like what diet is the best? Is there even a best diet, right? And spoiler alert, there is not a best diet. Woohoo! Yeah, the, the best nutrition plan, believe it or not, is the one that you can follow for a very long time and, and manipulate and change if needed very easily um, that meets all your needs, right? Not just your health needs, which obviously is very important, but also your social health, right? Like, does it help you enjoy life with the people you care about? Um, does it help you enjoy food? Because, like, man, I, I don't know about you, but, like, I love food. Like, I absolutely love it, and I think that's perfectly okay. Um, food is so many things. It's experience. It's, like, just the list goes on and on. Food is incredible. Um, it helps create memories. It does a lot of different things. So that's important. Um workouts, obviously, they have to be tailored to you, right? Where you are today. Are you dealing with injuries? Are you afraid of certain things? Like, we got to deal with those things. We got to figure out what prescription is going to fit you the best. And the way I love to, like, really, like, just give you a perfect example of this is everybody has what's called their non-negotiables, okay? So a non-negotiable could be something like, hey, every Friday night, me and my wife like to go out for dinner and drinks, okay? And no matter what nutrition plan or workout you tell me to do, I'm always going to go out on Friday night and have a couple drinks and dinner with my wife. That's just something that I love and something that I love more than anything else, right? Like I have these things and we all have them. We have to build a plan that incorporates those things and builds around those things. It's almost like building a fortress around the things that matter to you the most so that those things don't hinder you. Instead, they help you, right? They help you stay on track. Um, because here's the thing. We, for whatever reason, we, we think there's a magical pill out there. But in reality, the, the magical pill doesn't exist. Um, what does exist is an opportunity to take what we know about nutrition, what we know about workouts and the science and all that fun stuff, and create a blueprint that is literally built for us as individuals with unique lives, unique thoughts, unique levels of stress, and like all the things that we deal with every day and have a plan that works for us versus us trying to fit like our life into some cookie cutter plan, which is never going to work and it's not sustainable. And we quit and we have to start over and we think we're, something's wrong with us, right? We think, oh, it must be my crappy willpower. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I use the word, right? Uh, no. You can use it in that context if we're if we're um, bashing on it. That's totally fine. Exactly. Yeah, and it's nothing to do with motivation, right? So I, I tell people all the time: 
why, what is motivation really, right? Well, it's just an emotion. It's just a, it's like getting angry. You know, if I got pissed off at somebody who I really care about, a week later, I'm probably going to be totally fine with that person, right? We're going to talk, we're going to work it out, and my anger is going to be completely gone. Well, that's like motivation. It gets you kind of excited, like, ooh, it's a novel, you know, workout, or ooh, this nutrition plan looks kind of interesting. I'm getting kind of motivated now, or I see a before and after picture, right? And I go, ooh, I want to have abs, or I want to have nice toned, you know, arms with a flat tummy like that person. And we get motivated, or, which is even worse, we have something that is like coming up that we're really afraid of. Like, ooh, I'm going to see this person at this reunion. Or, oh, I'm going on vacation and I don't want everybody to laugh at me, right? So we get motivated temporarily. But then, guess what happens? Well, we have to start doing the work. <laughs> and if we're doing the work on a plan that isn't built for us, it's like investing in a fund that isn't going to give you a return. And it's the worst feeling ever, right? Because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just throwing money at something and I'm not getting anything back. Well, yeah, no shit, right? Because you're doing the work but you're not working on something that is built for you. Like you're building someone else's house basically, right? Um, you have to have something that is going to serve you. Um, and so if you started with me, that's exactly where we would start. We would map that out for you um, and we would dig into what's held you back and we would build around that and make sure that we have a plan to overcome those things. See, and now I completely understand why I've been stalking you. Um, it's funny because, so I do the exact same thing with clients, like exact, exact, exact. I think, you know, we've all seen a million episodes of all of the TV shows we love and some of which I've worked on, which are amazing. But for dramatic effect, we walk into houses and we rip everything out of the pantries that you know, they think they ever wanted. And especially when kids are involved, then you get the temper tantrums and the whole deal. But the truth is, yes, like we need to know what needs to stay in those count, those cabinets as a safety blanket for people. And it's okay if some things stay in the cabinets. So I love that. Um, I love that you do that too, because that is like, I have everybody categorized, you know, I work more on the food side, um, which, I mean, I know you do both, but, and, and I do both too, but I think my focus is on the food side and you're, you know, you're the master trainer, um, who also does food kind of thing. But I, I absolutely, it's like, what are the cravings? Why, you know, and all of that. So I love, and that's why we both, aren't going to say that word again on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's a no-go. Those, those words are, 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 they should just be eliminated. I don't think there's any good use for them. Well, the truth is you don't need it. Like, that's the point. You don't need it if you have the tools that you and I help people, you know, or point people toward. Because everybody has them. They just don't know how to access them. Like, anybody yeah. can decide what is so important to them. Um, and then focus on those things instead of, I always tell people that I can't have this, I can't have that, I can't have this, I can't have that, like makes you miserable and obsessed about food. Absolutely. Yeah, I think too, like one thing I'll add to what I said was that, you know, a good place to start, and this, this is going to sound kind of a little crazy, but like, uh, hear me out. So I think that a lot of the issues that we face too is due to lack of ownership for where we are today, right? And what I mean by that is, we tend to start thinking that everything that we are facing, whether it's uh, you know being overweight or if it's lack of energy or maybe sex drive is completely shot or confidence is just terrible, um, that it's due to these outside factors, right? Like, ooh, it's, it's due to this like willpower or motivational like tool that I just haven't found yet, right? Or, or maybe it's due to the fact that my genetics are really shitty or maybe it's due to the fact that um, you know, I just I, I got dealt a bad hand in life. 
And I can tell you firsthand that when I was going through my depression, and it was, it was pretty dark, that when I took ownership for where I was and just said, you know what? And I don't mean ownership like guilt, like, oh, I'm such a bad person or whatever. I just mean like, hey, I have the power to make a change. I really do, right? I can decide that this stuff is my fault, right? For where I am today, I'm overweight. I feel like crap. I'm not confident. I'm broke, whatever it is. I take ownership for that. And that takes all the power and gives it back to me so that I can go, now it's time to take that power and make something happen. Take action and get after it, right? Versus waiting around to feel motivated or whatever. It's not going to happen, right? We got to own this stuff and then we can go out and crush it and actually get results that last a very long time that are sustainable uh, because we are now in full control of what we're doing, right? Versus blaming outside factors. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like so many people say small changes, big results, but I think that most people who have had transformations do agree with that. Like it doesn't take as much as people think. And that's actually, I don't know how you feel about a lot of, you know, doctors and dietitians and even the media, you know, make it sound like you have to go cold turkey on so much and then you're never going to do it. Like I know that when I was in that really bad place, having not lost my 70 pounds yet, when every time somebody told me that it was like this huge colossal thing, like there was no way I could wrap my brain around it. But as soon as you start getting results, I'm guessing you've seen with your clients that it's easier and easier for them to get more. Absolutely. I mean, like, it, it's like a give and take, you know, it's, it, it's almost like a beautiful relationship, right? I mean, not everything is, first of all, people don't have to give up everything that they love if they want to make a change, right? Um, in fact, they probably don't have to give up very, very much of what they love. They just need to learn how to utilize the things that they enjoy properly and responsibly so that, number one, they feel better, right? Because at the end of the day, like, I tell clients all the time, or I ask clients, you know, how do you feel after you go eat a whole large pizza, right? And they're like, well, I feel like death, right? I feel guilt. I feel like shame. I feel just sick, you know? And, and I say, sure, right? But it's not the pizza. It's just the, the dosage, right? It's the dosage. You had too much of it. So let's just have the pizza, but let's just start working on how much of the pizza we have. This is just obviously an example, but it could be alcohol. It could be, um, you know, not going to the gym. You know, there's different things. And it's like, not going to the gym is totally fine, um, if we not go to the gym every single day or we don't work out every single day, obviously that could be an issue. But if we just start saying, Hey, like I'm going to say yes more than I've said no, then we're good. Right. And if I'm going to have two slices of pizza, in, good, right? so it's, it's about not necessarily cutting out things. It's just about learning how to utilize the things that we enjoy and love to serve us versus destroy us. Yes, I completely agree. I mean, honestly, as soon as somebody tells me I can or tries, I mean, it's funny you said you don't believe in diet plans. And I wrote a book called The Most Decadent Diet Ever, which sounds like a diet plan. And the funny thing is I included a diet plan and told people not to follow it. Um, I'm not kidding. Like, that's really what the book is about. It's about uh, like all these indulgent meals or indulgent tasting meals that you really can have. 
And then I put them because there's chocolate and because there's pizza and because there's all these delicious things that people believe that they can't eat and be fit. I put together a plan that they're supposed to follow for two weeks so they can prove to themselves that they can eat those foods and not gain weight if they eat the right portions and stuff. And then they're supposed to throw out the plan and just have fun. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I I mean, as I said, I just, um, I, you know, joke about stalking you, but I really just, I mean, I'm just personally looking and liking and all of that because I really believe in what you post and what you have to say. And I mean, it's obvious that you'd be helping people. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, it really, it just comes down to, like I said, originally um, being open to the idea that there is something out there for you, but it has to be built specifically for you, right? Um, and we have to take an honest look at where you are today. And let's just be real about it. Let's just, let's just get it all out there. Like what's holding you back? What's frustrating you? And then we can start to come up with solutions, right? I mean, if we're, if we're just going to look for a solution and never address the problem, then we're going to get stuck. And then it's going to be frustrating. And then you're going to feel just like you said, where you can't have this, you can't do that. And then, and then it's just no fun. And then of course it's no, the body and the mind don't want to be put into a prison, right? Like we, we have to have something that we, the body and the mind both agreed, Hey, this is, this is doable. I can, I can see myself actually sticking with this and then we're winning. Right. And then we're, then we're having a blast and the results are coming faster and faster. Well, and to the same note, you know, I've had clients who, and you've probably had this too, who want to eat the same thing every day because it suddenly feels safe and they're getting great results. And a lot of people would probably be like, okay, but I've always been like, absolutely positively not. Like we need to find you 50 other things that are also safe because, you know, healthy things that are good that you love. Because I always say like someone can, of course, eat the same thing maybe for a week or a month or even a year. But 20 years from now, you're not going to be eating that same shrimp cocktail every time you go out to dinner and still not hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Very good point. Yeah. I mean, and once again, it's it's about small wins, right? So if someone feels safe, right, eating the same thing every day, then it's a matter as you know, when it, especially when it comes to coaching, to say, hey, like my challenge to you, right, is to try something new just once, right, just once this week, uh, see how you feel, see what happens afterwards, and obviously they're not going to blow up, they're not going to gain all the weight back, nothing crazy is going to happen. Um, but it's it's about getting comfortable with that outside the comfort zone feeling, right? But it just takes time. And I think a lot of people don't have the patience for that, right? They want the quick results. They want to just do what's comfortable because they know that this is going to get me those 10 pounds off quick as possible. And I'm going to be, you know, feeling great. But then they forget that this is not sustainable, like you said. And you can't have that grilled chicken and broccoli and brown rice six times a day and be happy. No. Well, on that note, we are going to go to break again. And when we come back, we're going to hear a little bit about what it's like being on American Ninja Warrior and uh, get some more motivation, ha ha ha, or not, um, from Josiah. Stay tuned, everyone. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to have it all with Devin alexander to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com now back to have it all Welcome back. I'm here with the incredible Josiah Novak, who has transformed so many people. If you want to learn more about him, and I'm sure you all do, you can go to thetruetransformation.com. And also, I was introduced to him on Instagram first, where he is Josiah Fitness, which is J-O-S-I-A-H-F-I-T-N-E-S-S. Um, Josiah, I would love to talk a little bit about your personal transformation. I know you've done bodybuilding shows and all sorts of stuff. Can you tell us like what was the most exciting to you thing that you've done? Because I know there's so much. Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny when I when I was um, you know trying to get control of my life, and I'm 80 pounds overweight, and I have this you know guy Greg Plitt who's telling me all this stuff. He he kind of got me hooked on transformation itself and, and the results that started to come and all these things that I started to notice about myself that I was capable of that I, I honestly had never thought I could do before. I was an athlete growing up, but I was not like someone who would walk down the street and you go, oh my gosh, that guy works out, right? <laughs> like I just wasn't that guy. I was, I was athletic, but I didn't have a six pack. I never even saw abs until I was like my late 20s, right? Um, so I'm this guy who thinks, man, I don't even know if I have what it takes to be this like fitness icon, right? Or even be someone who people follow. So I'm, I'm starting to get results and I, and I'm starting to build my confidence. And, uh, I, I noticed that a lot of guys who were in the industry at the time, like the bigger names were bodybuilders, right? These guys who were massive guys and guys who were just so big, so ripped, like seem to just have like the genetic code to being this like ultra fit person. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I want to try my hand at 
getting on stage and doing that. Why? Well, I just needed something to push me to that level, right? I, I was getting great results. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I was starting to look more like a fitness guy. Uh, but I wanted to get to that level. I wanted to be looked at as someone who was at the top. Um, so I, I dug into bodybuilding. And actually, I'll be completely honest with you, like bodybuilding, just like I would say CrossFit or any sport is an extreme venture. It's not something that um, can be sustained for most people, right? Um, I think the industry is moving away from that, uh, which is a good thing, right? But for a long time, people thought like they had to live like a fitness model or a bodybuilder to be able to get healthy and in shape. And I learned the hard way, right? I mean, I, I did it and I, I did well. I actually won a bodybuilding show, which is pretty cool. Um, but afterwards, like my whole relationship with food and training uh, and just cardio and like all the things that go into preparing for a show like that, it was an unhealthy relationship. Like I was doing that stuff like 95% of the time. I hadn't made time for my social life. I hadn't made time for relationships. Um, I was this obsessed guy that was trying to prove a point mostly to myself, right, that I could do this, that I was capable of that. And uh, it taught me a lot of great lessons, right? It definitely taught me how to get in extreme shape, um, but it wasn't sustainable. And so afterwards, um, I, I kind of bounced back a little bit towards the old way of doing things, which was poor eating habits, binge eating. Um, and I struggled for a little bit of time there to just get back into control and get into a healthy state of mind when it came to fitness, nutrition, and everything like that. But I would say, like, for me, the biggest breakthrough was really digging into nutrition itself and understanding that there is a way to enjoy everything about food um, and still maintain a healthy body a body that you're confident in, a body that you feel great in, you know, comfortable in your own skin, excited to go to the beach or whatever, um, and still be able to enjoy things like alcohol. You know, Moscow Mules is my <laughs> favorite thing. Uh, and, you know, some pizza and all that stuff. Once I had that breakthrough, right, and I could really start to put that together, um, which honestly was due to mentors and people that I invested a lot of time in learning from, um, other fitness coaches, other guys were really well established in the industry um, and got away from like the extreme, like live like a Spartan, do bodybuilding shows all the time. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with those things. Like I support anyone who goes for that. Uh, but for me, coming out of depression and having, you know, these really terrible habits, getting into an extreme um, you know, plan like that just wasn't good for me mentally, um, which was a lesson learned, but it taught me some good things. But most importantly, it just taught me that that wasn't sustainable. Um, but finding what was sustainable uh, was just a game changer for me. And like it, it literally has built my business, right? Figuring that stuff out and then teaching it to so many other people has been uh, what I stake my claim on. I'm curious, what percentage of your eating is like super clean eating versus your Moscow mules and your, um, what a lot of people refer to as cheats, but I like to refer to as life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if I put a percentage on it, I would say probably 80 to 90% of the food that I eat would be considered healthy. And, and you know, obviously the definition of healthy um, is up for debate. I, I, I look at healthy food as Number one, food that is mostly just one ingredient, right? It's not chock full of a bunch of different things. Um, you know, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, um, healthy carbs, 
Um, those things make up the majority of my nutrition plan, right? Um, but then there's kind of like the middle tier stuff. There's like, you know, breads and pastas, things that aren't necessarily unhealthy. It's just some people can't tolerate those foods very well, right? Um, like for me, for example, I, I can't eat oatmeal. I'm, I'm just, for whatever reason, every time I eat oatmeal, um, I feel terrible. Like I feel bloated. Um, I feel nasty. And so I, even though it's in some circles considered a healthy food, I don't include that in my nutrition plan because I think that everybody should work on being intuitive enough with their food to go, I just ate something that isn't necessarily bad, but it made me feel crappy. So like maybe it's bad for me, right? Um, and that's true with a lot of different foods for a lot of different people. Sometimes it's gluten. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, pasta or sometimes it's certain vegetables even. I know a lot of people who eat certain vegetables and they feel absolutely terrible. Um, so that's kind of how I look at nutrition is not just like this cut and dry, like, oh yeah, that's healthy. That's not. But sometimes there are even unhealthy ish foods. Like for me, you know, um, Moscow mules for whatever reason, like ginger and like ginger beer and all that stuff that's included in that doesn't make me feel terrible and it doesn't really give me a hangover the next day. So like I can have a couple of those and I feel totally fine. Like I feel back to normal. Um, but that's just me trial and error, figuring out what works for me, um, and building a plan that, that makes sense for my lifestyle on top of those foods that I know will sit well and make me feel good. And so when you start working with someone, like, do you prescribe a specific plan? Do you have a specific way of eating or how does all of that work? Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll give you a little preview of my book that's coming out. Cause this is, this has actually never been talked about before. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. Something, um, so I'm totally against, um, cookie cutter diets, right? Like I'm not a fan of diets that tell you that this is the ultimate way to eat and that you know everybody should follow this style of eating because this is like the gateway to everything you've ever wanted when it comes to health. That just doesn't exist. Um, I know there's a big movement now around keto diets, right? Like saying, hey, everybody should just cut all their carbs and go high fat and you know your, your energy is better, your mental clarity is going to be better. And like, you know, sure, there are probably some people and I know there are some people who love that style of eating who do really well. There's also some people I know who are absolutely miserable. And I know I'm one of those people. I can't stand that kind of diet, right? And I'm a healthy guy. Um, so there is no one diet that works for everybody. I will say, though, that I have come up with a framework um, and a method to help people figure out how to build a plan for them, right? And I call it the power method. Um, and I'll give it to you now. And this will kind of give um, just instant value and instant credibility for people out there who are listening who are like, how do I build a nutrition plan? That works for me, right? So the first step um, is figuring out, like, what healthy foods do you actually like eating, right? Um, some people love chicken. Some people love fish. Some people love beef, right? we got to figure out, like, what healthy foods can you see yourself eating on a semi-regular basis that you can start to build meals around, right? Um, some people like certain styles of food. Some people like Indian food. Um, some people like Mexican food, right? There's different styles of food, and we got to figure that out. Otherwise... You're just going to be miserable. Like you might pretend to like your diet for a while, but you're not going to like it. You're going to miss the stuff that you actually love. So we start there. Um, then we look at your appetite habits. And what I mean by that is when are you the most hungry during the day? When are you not hungry? When do you actually have time to eat? Uh, when do you have time to prepare food and actually sit down and eat a meal? And we want to build your meal timing around that. So um, I have something called the power morning, and that's basically making sure that people wake up, they get hydrated right away, right, because that's super important, get some water. And then some people like to eat in the morning, some people don't, 
right? Some people are just not hungry when they wake up um, and would prefer to push that first meal back a little bit. Um, some people are super hungry when they wake up and we would want to have meal a meal at that time. Um, personally, most people, Devin, now this is going to be up for argument, obviously, but most people do really well when they stick to protein, vegetables, and fats early in the day. Okay. Now, the reason for this is because carbohydrates, more than anything else, raise our insulin levels, right? Um, which for a lot of people can spark appetite, right? They start to get hungry a little bit faster after a carbohydrate-heavy meal. They also at times can feel sleepy after more carbs. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. Um, there could be some issues, but if we had that meal later in the day when we could afford to be a little more tired, that makes more sense, right? Um, so it's not cutting out carbs or anything crazy like that. It's just saying, hey, maybe we just pick and choose when we eat carbs, or maybe even we just stick to a little bit lower glycemic carbs like vegetables or high fiber fruits early in the day that aren't going to make me feel sleepy and shitty, right? Um, so that's kind of the way we set up the first part of the day. Um, and in the middle of the day, I like to tell people who are professionals who work really hard, like you, me, you know, we got to have mental clarity. Uh, we got to stay focused. We don't want to have that crash, you know, early afternoon, mid afternoon where we're like, oh my gosh, like I just want to go take a nap. We want to avoid that as much as possible. So um, I do something that this isn't required, but this is what I do. I call it a power salad. Um, I used to be so against salads. I used to think they're like the most boring, like who the hell eats a salad? <laughs> like, ah, suck, right? But when I started creating these like masterpiece salads that are like fruit, nuts, you know, cheese, proteins, different forms of greens and like broccoli, like these things were so good. Um, coupled with some really healthy like yogurt based dressings and like things that were on the healthier side, I started to fall in love with these things, right? Like, oh my gosh, like I'm so busy during the day that a, that a healthy power salad like this not only fills me up, tastes good, but it doesn't make me think about food or make me sleepy two hours later, right? Um, so I, I started to like just completely fall in love with these things. And so I do that middle of the day. And if I have a day where maybe I don't do that, it's usually just like a protein heavy meal. Um, it's quick, easy, you know, like something that takes five minutes to prep and you can quickly throw it down. Um, I also do smoothies. So like, I think you're a smoothie fan. Um, but I do smoothies and I do like these tasty smoothies that are quick. Most of my clients, and I'm sure you can agree. Most people these days are like super busy. They don't want to prepare a five-star meal every two hours. Right. So a smoothie that helps them get nutrition, helps them enjoy something that tastes good. Like you can do so many different flavors, um, you know, kind of satisfies that sweet tooth as well because that's important. Um, that's a great tool to utilize during the day if you're busy and you don't have a lot of time to prep a meal. So the salad and smoothie combo is another thing I teach. The last thing I do uh, for most clients is tell people to have what I call a power feast at night. Okay, now this is once again for lifestyle purposes. There's no magical fat loss, you know, stuff behind this, but it's knowing where our calories need to be, where our nutrients need to be. That's really important. Um, but allowing ourselves to have a lot of those calories at a time where we need to have social health, which is dinner with our family, um, dinners out with your significant other on a date, dinners with friends, business dinners, business events, weddings, like the list goes on and on. We got to have food and calories at that time. So we're not the person in the corner, you know, wiping away our yeah. can't have any food. Yeah. Right? So I teach my clients how to quote unquote, save food for that time by, like I said, enjoying 
the meals that I just mentioned with salads and smoothies and like a lighter breakfast um, so that they can enjoy food at night. And over the course of time, that caloric balance is there so that they're burning more calories than they take in. But it doesn't feel that way because they're still able to have a normal meal. Obviously, we got to make a choice. This isn't like a free for all. Like, you know, we're not talking appetizers, double desserts and an entree here. But like, you know, food that is satisfying enough and normal enough for them to go out and enjoy life and not feel the restraint of a diet, right? Um, so that's the power method. Obviously, I get into a lot more detail um, in the book, but that's really been my secret for helping people. And like, if you think about that approach, you could fit any dietary protocol into that. You know, if they need to go low carb for certain reasons or if they need to go high fat, whatever, you can do that on that protocol, right? It's just a framework to help give people some direction because like you said in the beginning, people don't necessarily know where to start. This gives them a path, right? And they go, oh, okay, I just fill in the blanks and I, I start there gets the momentum rolling um, and they start to see results and it starts to come together and, and they start to become a, you know, a believer in themselves most importantly. Oh, you know, it's, it, that is so true that you say that. And interestingly, I am a huge salad girl too. Um, I should say that we have like less than two minutes left. So um, I can't believe how quickly this hour went. I want to like expand so much. And um, so, but more importantly, I want people to be able to get more from you so can you tell them where to go to get more Josiah? Yeah, so I'm Josiah Fitness everywhere. So at Josiah Fitness on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just look me up there. Our website is thetruetransformation.com. And my podcast is the True Transformation Podcast, where Devin will eventually be an amazing guest. I uh, will, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we put out at least three episodes a week. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really awesome value. Uh, yes, come check it out. Awesome. Well, I hate to end this because I could elaborate for days. Um, I just, as I said, I, as soon as I saw you on Instagram, I'm like, this guy's cool. And just watching and watching. Um, I think so much of what you do is so valuable and practical. So thank you so much for joining us today. Man, I'm so humbled. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's such an honor. I'm glad I was able to, uh, to jump on and provide some amazing value. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome time. You're welcome. Everyone have a great week and I will see you next week right back here. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.